But what I love about Premier is the fellowship of women and the support that you get and just being a part of such an amazing company. Welcome to The Chic Space, a podcast by Premier Designs, where you hear stories from our jewelers about Premier's purpose of enriching lives and training tips on how you can build your business. For this episode, your host is Drew Horner, Director of Impact and Innovation. Today's one of those days where I get to talk to somebody who knows Premier better than I do, I feel like. Uh, Sarah Emmert, coming from Minnesota, Grenada, Minnesota. It's is Grenada. A- Grenada. <laughs> <laughs> Grenada. Grenada, Minnesota. Has uh, been in Premier for 13. 30- she did, Not only does she know Premier better than I do, she knows how to say her hometown better than I do, which is perfect. She's been in Premier for 13 years. She's a two-diamond designer. And one thing that we get to talk about today is really keeping it personal with people and the idea of being able to build relationships face-to-face with people through your business. So I'm super amped today to have Sarah Emmert on the episode today. Thank you, Sarah, for joining us. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm doing great, doing great. And, and I'm, I'm excited. I, I love it when I get to see people who have been in um, prior to the year of 2010. Uh, and I say that because my, my grandmother passed away in 2010. And so I feel like you kind of have an understanding of Premier um, kind of back in the day a little bit more and in kind of the heartbeat of really who we are. So it's pretty exciting to get to talk more to you today. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for asking me. Well, Sarah, I want to start uh, with a little bit more about getting to know you and your story. Can you kind of talk base or touch base more of what your life was like prior to Premier coming into your life? Sure. Um, Before I was a jeweler, I was a kindergarten teacher and I did love teaching. Um, But even more than that, I had a super strong desire to be a stay-at-home mom. My mom would probably tell you that I went to college to find a husband, not to get a career. Um, But I taught um, for four years and um, met my husband and um, at the time, he was, he's a few years younger than me. And so he was right out of college and I was the breadwinner as the teacher. And um, knowing that we kind of wanted to start a family sort of quickly, um, I was like, how is this going to happen? He doesn't have, you know, he was working a job that was 100% commission and I was the steady um, paycheck. And, um, so I actually was invited to a jewelry show. Another teacher that I taught with started selling premiere and I didn't wear jewelry. Um, but I kind of thought she was cool and I wanted to be her friend. So I went to her jewelry show (laughs) and, um, I was blown away by premiere. That was my first experience with premiere or even that there was anything such as a jewelry show. Um, and I had a lot of fun and I loved that, um, she said that premiere was based on biblical principles and long story short, I ended up um, scheduling my own show a couple months later. And at that show, um, she shared with me that she made $200 at my show. And I thought to myself, well, all she did was show jewelry on a little wooden hanger and um, eat brownies and hang out with my friends. (laughs) And she made a couple hundred dollars. Um, And I thought, you know what, this could be, this could be my ticket to be able to stay home. And shortly after that, Tyler and I got pregnant with our first. And so um, we took the leap of faith and um, decided to give Premier a try. And um, back in those days, it was a $1,200 investment to become a jeweler. And so I was very driven to show him that I could pay that off because that was money we didn't have. Um, And also to be able to show him that I could make enough money 
so that I could stay home and be a stay-at-home mom because that's what I really wanted. Um, and so my last year of teaching, I was um, pregnant and sick, <laughs> throwing up in my classroom. It was not a pretty sight. Um, but then I would do jury shows at night so that I could show him that we could make this work. And so when my daughter was born in May, um, I stayed home with her and never returned to the classroom because of Premier. Yeah, that's awesome. So you had this full desire to be a, a stay-at-home mom and, and raise a family, and and uh, you guys have been successful with that with with three beautiful children. That's that's amazing. Yeah, it's I'm I feel so blessed. We have um, my daughter Isley is twelve, and then we have two boys, Reagan, that's eleven, and Weston, who is seven. Yeah, that's cool. So you went to this home show. You're not a jewelry person. It sounded like at the time. You, you didn't wear jewelry, you weren't crazy interested, but you were more interested in building a relationship with a fellow teacher. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> so you just show up and you, you said you were blown away. What what was it about Premiere that actually blew your mind a little bit to get you more intrigued? Well, I was just surprised that, first of all, there was a company that would give their profits to missions around the world. And um, it was such a fun time um, I remember leaving that show and I just could not stop thinking about premiere and God totally planted a seed in my heart that day that that was what he had for us um, to make that a reality for our family. And um, honestly, that is what has driven me all these years because I just felt so clearly that it was a gift that he had for me um, and allowed was going to allow me to stay home with my kids. So. Sorry, I'm emotional. <laughs> You're okay. You're okay. That's that's beautiful. I think uh, when I when I think about Premiere and I think about what we get to do in, inside the company, I mean, it's so much more than just a, a business for this. This is a, a calling. It's a mission. So it's fun to be able to um, embrace the purpose of what we're doing. And, and you obviously get to see um, and experience firsthand uh, what what uh, what what design is in in your life and everybody else's lives inside of Premiere. So it's been it's been very cool. Talking about uh, you and Tyler, uh, and you, you said he, he's, he came out of college, you're kind of the breadwinner of this, and you kind of built all this up. What was that transition like for him? Uh, it sounds like he was trying to, try to be supportive of what you were doing, but also needed some, some clarity and confirmation, not only just to, to build a business with you and what that was going to do for you and your kind of young family that y'all were wanting to start. Was he, was he in? Was he out? Was he uh, fully on board with Premier from the beginning? Yeah, honestly, he was. And um, to be completely honest with you, I think that is what has made the difference for me, you know, having a husband that's been supportive and loads the car and never, never complains about me being gone. And, and actually, um, our couple of our oldest kids never took a bottle. So I mean, I would be gone a couple nights a week, and I would know that by about nine o'clock, they were screaming their head off, <laughs> you know, and he, you know, he had the desire for me to be home with them too. And so that he, he's been all in since, since the beginning too, which has been such a huge blessing. That's beautiful. I think, uh, something I'm learning as a, as a young man getting married soon, I'm learning about supporting my fiance and my wife and what she's wanting to do. 
Uh, and so what I've seen in the premiere is these in, impeccable examples of, of guys like Tyler uh, being just uh, that servant leader and supportive to their wives and building their businesses because it has so much more impact than just what it does for you know Tyler and you, um, but also just the kids and your family and what it does for your who your family comes in contact with. It, it's pretty amazing. So the impact that that can have. Sounds like to me that you have a passion um, for for raising your family and being a part of a culture that does the same thing. How is it that you are able to, through your business, um, keep things personal and really impact people, uh, yet still be able to build a business the way you are inside of your Premier business? Yeah, you know, the funny thing is when I started Premier, I really, um, I was in it for myself, you know, because I had a need um, and a desire to stay home with my kids. And we had a need for that financial help and blessing that Premier is, but the longer I've been in, the more and more um, I really view this as a ministry because God has brought so many women into our um, premier family that have um, have been a blessing to me and I've been able to help and mentor them and them be able to stay home with their kids. And honestly, that has been the sweetest gift. Um, but then also on the other side, um, I, I love that jewelry is our product because I think it's non-threatening and it, it brings the women together, but really it's just what gets us in the door. You know, it's just what gathers the group of women. And then we have this amazing opportunity to love on these women, create a culture of encouragement. And that's one thing that I really strive to do um, at my jewelry shows. Um, and I try to compliment every woman that's there and, um, just be an encouragement to them, even if it's just for one night and build a relationship with them. And that has honestly been the coolest part about all of it. Um, just the relationships and the friendships that have grown just because of getting a little foot in the door with the jewelry. I think uh, that face-to-face -face connection is, is critical. I mean, we have so many ways of reaching people nowadays. I mean, I tell people you are uh, essentially seven different ways from reaching me right inside of my pocket with my cell phone because of social media. Um, but even social media, is a, it's a great way to build, to initiate and to continue relationships. But that face-to-face -face connection seems to have um, what people are really desiring uh, most nowadays. And it sounds like your shows is an opportunity for you to, to, to encourage and, and enrich people's lives that way. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. We feel like we're so connected to people, but we really aren't. And so I do, I think, I think more than ever, there's going to be a big resurgence of people wanting to host shows because they are missing that girl time and actually getting to spend time with their friends. So um, I think that's so important. Do you think that face-to-face -face connection has been really um, what has kind of blessed your business the most or kind of been the most return uh, on investment inside of what you're doing inside of Premiere? Yeah, absolutely. And I would actually tell you that um, I probably schedule 90% of my jewelry shows at my jewelry shows because um, of that personal face-to-face, one-on-one connection where I've gotten to know them they feel comfortable inviting me into their home and they've had a fun night. They've learned a few fashion tips and um, they want their friends to experience the same thing. And so um, building those relationships and getting to know those women one-on-one um, -on -one has absolutely been what has um, helped me build a my business to where it is today. Yeah, yeah. You've been uh, you you've been uh, a leader inside of what we're doing at Premier. Uh, I think really driving the um, relationship side 
of, of the business. Uh, and it shows through here. What, what ways have you applied that to uh, your, your team? Uh, are your team members kind of doing the same thing that you're doing? Or are they kind of taking in different ways and really making it their own to build their own business? Well, I mean, obviously they all um, have their own unique gifts and blessings of things that they can do. But I do feel like a lot of them um, stu- still really value the home show and see the value of it. And and to be honest with you, like if you have a need and you want to make the most amount of money for your time, a home show is going to be the most beneficial for you too, you know? And so, um, I think, um, you know, I do, a, I've done, honestly, I've probably done four Facebook parties, um, and a couple of catalogs, but most of my, most of my events are actual in home, in person events. Um, and I would say that most of my jewelers on my team, it's the same, you know, they see the value of it and, um, it's definitely the best way to boost your business and get the most out of your time. Yeah. I think, uh, time, time to what, uh, time versus your schedule and how much you have with, with three kids and a whole family and, and, and your business and Tyler doing what he's doing and, all the responsibilities you have, it seems like that's a really good opportunity for you to um, make the most of what you're doing inside your premier business, not only just for your time, but also the um, impact of uh, growing your business. Because it, you said you, you schedule 90% of your shows are scheduled at shows. I mean, that's that's unre- un- that's awesome to see that type of return on just making an appearance and building uh, conversations face to face. Right. And to be honest, like you could even ask my mom, I've always hated the phone. I would like make her make calls for me as a, as a teenager. But for me, I want to make those connections in person so that I don't have to do a cold call later. Cause I just, it, they're not fun for me and I don't think they're fun for anybody. And so, um, one thing that has really helped, um, me is I try to book my shows in the near future. And obviously not everybody does that, but I will offer them an extra um, jewelry gift certificate. And I usually let them spend it that night um, if they pencil in a date um, on my calendar. And so that kind of helps open the door. Um, And then depending on what my needs are. So I have a goal every month of what I need to hit. Um, You can never guarantee what a show will bring. And so um, I have a goal of eight and that's kind of my absolutely nothing less. I try to book more than that um, just as a buffer in case things move. But um, so I'm always looking ahead at the next 30 days, 45 days. And I see, you know, do I have those eight on my calendar? And if I don't, um, then I'm, I'm willing at my events to offer a little bit more. And so I might say, Hey, pencil in a date on my calendar, and you're going to get a $20 gift card to spend tonight because I want you to have some jewelry so that your friends are excited and want to come to your come to your jewelry show. Um, but I have a couple dates left in February. So if you pencil in a date for a February show, then your $20 um, gift card will double to $40. Um, and so then that's coming out of my pocket. But for me, um, it has helped keep my calendar consistent and full. And, um, and then that's a talking point at checkout. Um, I probably book most of my shows at checkout. Um, and I just talk with them one-on-one and say, I would just love to do a jewelry show with you. What do you think? Or 
Um, if they've marked no on the guest survey, then I'll say, are you sure you don't want to do a show? And then that usually opens up the door as to why they would say no. And then I can kind of reassure them or um, work around their objections and help um, get them on the calendar. Um, and so that has honestly been kind of what's kept my calendar full, just building those relationships with them one-on-one. -on -one. And because um, I do, I want to have a jewelry show with them and spoil them with free jewelry too. So, and because of Premier's amazing hostess plan, um, I just feel so confident asking people for shows because I know what's going to be worth their time. I think what you, one thing you touched on was um, a goal of having eight shows a month, I believe. Is, is, that, is that right? Yep. Yeah. I think I think if somebody goes into something with a goal in mind, knowing that that is attainable, uh, they're they have very high odds of making that happen, and then also taking action steps to getting it happen. Because not only do you you mentioned having the support of what Premier's doing inside of the business, but if somebody has uh, an intentional mindset of I'm going to get eight shows next month, they're going to be thinking about that and, and doing the things that you're talking about, which is offering a a bigger discount for booking one in February, which is you know the next month or whatever it may be. Uh, so I think that's pretty critical is, is having those goals and, and uh, having that uh, in mind as you're having communication with people face-to-face. -face. Yeah, and one thing that I have in my office right to, next to my desk is a, a, a people call them dream boards, but it's just kind of my goals. And I have, I have them right there so I can see them all the time and they're right in front of me. And um, I set goals for, um, you know, things I want to accomplish in my business. And so I have that as a visual and I can pray over them and pray over the women that Premier is going to bring into my business or that the Lord is going to bring into my business. And, um, but I actually heard a statistic that if you write down your goals, you're actually 42% more likely to accomplish them because you've clarified what you want and it will cause you to take action steps towards it. So um, that is something that I've had honestly most of my years I've had this board next to me of, of what, what my goals and my, and my desires are. And obviously they don't always come true, but um, they don't always happen, but it has been really cool. And I've taken those things that like different trips and things like that, that I've earned. And I've stuck all of those things in a little envelope in the back. And it's such a great reminder of God's faithfulness and, and when I am discouraged and I feel like I maybe I'm not happy where my business is or something's getting me down, I can look back at those and be reminded of all the things that God has, has done through my business and the women that he's brought into this business. And um, it's just a good kind of perspective thing for me just to kind of keep it in front of me. Yeah, totally. I, uh, I wrote down some goals over the past month um, coming into the new year and, 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 podcast listeners we're recording this in january right now and so uh, if we publish this a little bit later you'll you understand why the topic is here but i wrote down some goals this past month and um as i was kind of building and growing into it, i wrote them down and every day and i just started naturally doing it from like essentially christmas time to now every day i look at them i just have them right there next to me and um, it's just constant and so uh, i think it's pretty critical and you're right i think it would what the percentage that, uh, of chances that you have of having success and reaching those goals if you write them down, which is pretty critical. Um, I want to talk about a little bit about the opportunity now that we have. You mentioned earlier in the podcast that it was $1,200 to get into Premier when you first came in 2005. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can't even fathom that <laughs> to join something to start for twelve hundred dollars. Now, I mean, starting a business for twelve hundred dollars is is an excellent deal. I mean, that's phenomenal. Uh, but when you look at what we have nowadays, as far as being able to provide value and serve people, can, let's talk about the Shine Boutique. Uh, we have forty five dollars a month opportunity for people to come into Premier and start their own business and be successful, um, uh, living out the dream that they want to dream. Yeah, I mean, it's it's so cool. And it seems like everybody right now has some sort of little side gig or side hustle. Um, and Premiere is the best. We know it's the best. Um, but what I love is it provides people a chance to just give it a try. I mean, I think a lot of people are scared to, to commit. Um, but what I love about Premiere is the the fellowship of women and the support that you get and just being a part of such an amazing company. And so I love that, you know, with a $45 option, they can give it a try and see what it's like. And, um, we strive to help them, you know, get orders right away in their first week and they see those successes and, um, can realize how amazing premiere is and what a blessing it is that we get to keep 50% of every piece of jewelry that's sold from the very first day that we start. I mean, the very first piece of jewelry that anyone sells, they get to keep half of it, which is insane and a huge blessing. So um, I think it's great. Yeah. I think that $45 a month opportunity definitely makes it available for people to give it a try. Like you're saying Um, some things that, and and people are, are scared to commit uh, you're right. It's hard, especially in today's culture. Things are changing so fast. One thing I'd add to that is that you know, we learned from Christy Wright uh, this past year at National Rally, and um, and she's coming again this year, which I'm super amped. She's amazing. Uh, she said, "Do it afraid." Uh, and so I think people have these fears that are just honestly, they could be unnecessary fears in their lives that are that are really holding them back from really stepping out of their comfort zone and doing it. Uh, and so it's really even if you don't necessarily know. Uh, what it is sometimes just taking a step and doing one step at a time, doing it afraid. At some point, you're going to realize, oh my goodness, I'm I'm doing this and I've had success. And a year ago, looking back, I was scared to death to almost step outside of my comfort zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I think inside, also to add to this, I, I'm talking a little bit too much now if we get rolling, but uh, one thing I love in Premiere, and you've kind of touched base on it, is this, is this community inside Premiere. Um, these face-to-face relationships and what we have. And um, and so when people join Premiere, one of the things I like to tell them is don't do it alone. Um, like don't come into Premiere, like come in thinking, okay, I'm just going to build this business. I don't need to make friends or I don't need to talk to anybody or, you know, I don't necessarily need any help. Like come in and be, um, be take the initiative to, to meet somebody or to work with your upline or to be intentional about engaging in conversation with other Premiere people. Because I think when you, when you take the step to build those relationships, you're going to realize that people are here to help you. Like they want to see you succeed. And you mentioned um, help people get their first week in that first order or the first order in that first week, um, which is critical. Um, I think that when people realize that if they take action steps and they see kind of fruit of what their work is, um, they're going to be a lot more encouraged uh, and really motivated to continue to build their business and build those relationships and see what um, they can do inside of their own premier business. Yeah. And I think too, just expanding on that, um, a lot of my best friends are other premier jewelers and they're women that I would have never met had I not been in premier. Um, and so for me, attending a monthly training is like 
non-negotiable. It's on my, they're on my calendar for the entire year. And um, about five years ago, Tyler and I moved back home. Um, we left the Twin Cities area and moved down to the farm. So I live very rural um, and about two and a half hours from that Twin Cities area, but I still make it a point to attend every single month because I know how important it is to stay connected. Um, there's so many amazing um, trainings and things that people can listen to online, but you're so right that, that the relationships and the friendships and just what I love is you're in business by yourself or for yourself, but you're not by yourself. There are so many women that um, want to help you and encourage you and come alongside of you. And um, that honestly has been one of the most amazing surprises, I would say that you know, starting this, I didn't realize that I would meet all, all my best friends here. Um, but it's, it's been a huge blessing. And so I would encourage, you know, even if you have to drive a little ways, get to a monthly training, or if you don't have one, start one, um, just to build those relationships with those women. And, um, you know, it's been really cool over the years I've seen, I've seen God use Premier in different relationships and I've seen women come to know the Lord because of Premier and the relationships. And so um, it's such an amazing group of women that are a part of Premier and I feel I feel honored to be one of them. Well, that's that's awesome. I love hearing about that. Um, as we as we transition and we kind of close out the conversation, we we have five questions that uh, I'm not sure if I've made you aware of these or not, but we, we have five questions we like to, to do at the end of every podcast uh, to get to know kind of our jewelers a little bit better. Um, I try to answer them all in under a minute. Uh, that's kind of my goal. And so okay. we kind of like just to kind of like call it our speed round or lightning round here. Um, but you think you can uh, answer these five quick questions real quick? I'm going to try. Okay. Okay. Here we go. You ready? Yep. All right. So what is your favorite piece of jewelry? Oh, it changes so much. But right now I would say it's the glint from the holiday capsule. It just is like an easy throw and go. I'm running to my kids' games all the time. and It's just an easy one to throw on. That's perfect. Perfect. Well, how do, how do you drink your coffee? With a lot of creamer. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. I love it. What time do you wake up each day? Um, about seven o'clock, our kids get on the bus at seven thirty. But now they're older, so they can all get up and kind of get themselves going. So, so about seven o'clock. That's perfect. What is one thing that gives you energy? Well, other than coffee, um, I would say two things: um, spending time with the Lord um, and just kind of getting my life in perspective, and then also spending time with my my kids, my husband. Right on. Uh, last one. What's one place to travel on your bucket list? Oh, I would say Hawaii. Tyler and I went um, for our anniversary with my in-laws. So it was, they took us, which was a blessing. Um, but I want to go again without my in-laws. <laughs> yeah, understandable. Understandable. That's great. That's great. Well, Sarah, thanks for the conversation. I had a blast with you today. Um, looking forward to getting to know you and get to know Tyler more um, at our upcoming events, the Disney trip and um, seeing your family and, and also National Rally coming up in August. Yeah, can't wait. Thanks so much, Drew. Thanks for joining us today. For more stories about enriching lives and training tips for growing your business, subscribe to the Chic Space podcast.